4: this is
0: live bet Sunday on vSAN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: Live from the South Point. That's right, baby. It's live bet Sunday here on vSAN. I'm Jeff Parles at the South Point, Ben Wilson at Circa, Danny Burke in Chicago, Heartbreak in Chicago as well. A ball that, that was equanimous, correct? Or was that Pettis,
3: Danny? Uh, That was, I think it was Brown. Oh, okay.
5: Yeah, I think it was St. Brown. That was St. Brown, who just couldn't hold on. uh, And that is going to likely do it in Chicago with only one timeout and a buck 22 to go. Miami's going to win 35-32. And the Chicago Bears are going to get all the money, though. They're going to cover. So, a, a job well done. By uh, the Bears to get in within the number, Danny. But uh, it in was a end, perfect
3: throw. Yeah, and hit it him right in the hand. hand. He just him dropped him the it. Dropped there you it. go. No, re- no receiving help once Drop again it. from yeah. this from this team. And how about the play before with Claypool just getting mauled? Gets no pass interference. His hand was on his hip, literally getting dragged down. And the Dolphins got bailed out from a pass interference earlier for much less, which kept their drive alive and took a lot of time off the clock. I, I don't know. I mean, look, I'm happy because the Bears' offense looked great, but Man, I mean, the punt return for a touchdown and the missed calls there and the drop passes, it's just kind of a bummer. You're seeing the improvements, but the Bears probably could have won that game, man. That's tough.
5: Ben, we'll go to the Meadowlands. Greg Zerline from 27 yards, good. After Zach Wilson took a sack on third down and goal at the two. Buffalo gets it back, out of timeouts, 143 to go. Buffalo plus 110 on the money line, Ben Wilson.
4: And don't you think? I mean, if you're setting odds on at least to get into Tyler Bass field goal range, I mean, you'd put that at like minus five dollars at least. So, and I see as high as plus one thirty on the money line. I don't think it's you know I I think there are definitely worse in game bets to take than a shot here on Bill's money line. I know Danny and I were talking like what at what point do you get in on them? If you're just looking at the you know the short end game scenario here, but. Uh, with Bass and Bass has been a little wild today. He had the 55 yarder at the end of the half wide duck hook to kick out of bounds. So he, I wonder how aggressive Buffalo is here. You have to think at the very least, that oh, they're going to get this in field goal range. I don't think a, a plus money shot is the worst thing by any means here.
5: He just had a big plate of digs on the sideline. I don't think he got any feet, but I don't think it matters because Buffalo got called nah, for holding. holding Buffalo. So bring it back first and 20 for Buffalo. Now uh, Ben quick update in the final in in, in Atlanta. What happened there?
4: Kick from Cameron Dicker. I don't know why I called him Brandon Dicker earlier, but Cameron Dicker, good. If you took the three and a half early with Atlanta, you win. If you laid two and a half late with the Chargers, you win. If you played three either side, you push. Very bad results for the book. Should have been a good results for the betters. Uh, Teaser legs on both sides. I get there and well under your total here, but uh, just a vintage game between two unreliable teams. Chargers were the ones who make the big play late. By the way, huge play by Green Bay. hits a... hits Samari Torre. Now the ball was ripped out. They're saying he was not down, but
5: they are saying Detroit, Detroit ball. looked like the ball went out of bounds. I, I I, don't think the refs even know what happened there. I You're mean, saying well, Detroit Trey ball. Blake's
4: crew. So they, they are completely inept.
5: Yeah. By the way, speaking of craziness in Washington, fumble Oh, fumble in New York. Who's going to get it? The big alignment uh, for the uh, bills, bills. does. Have it. So it'll be third it's down and third long in a coming. million. Yeah, by the way, (laughs) huge development in Washington where it looked like we were heading for Push City. A, what was it, running over the center on a field goal by uh, Minnesota extends the drive. That's a personal foul. So, uh, Minnesota's second down and goal, and a touchdown would obviously blow up all Washington tickets right now. Uh, By the way, Buffalo still has not snapped the third down play. They have third and 21 with the clock moving at 40 seconds. Uh, Allen back to throw. He's going to take a deep shot here, probably, and he's bouncing it into the digs. Here you go, fourth and twenty-one for Buffalo, and the Jets are one stop away from a monster upset at MetLife. Who potentially did not
4: four and out here, Jeff. Potentially, well, <laughs> and not out there yet, Buffalo?
5: Ben. Not there yet. I, I know. I'm <laughs> just saying. Um, by the way, Jacksonville had a fourth and two. They elect to kick a field goal, which Patterson makes, twenty-seven to twenty. So Vegas will get it back with sixty-three seconds left, Danny
3: oh boy yes we can watch Derek Carr throw an interception that'll be a lot of fun you know they had third and two had nothing even close they went deep and then fourth down just another egregious toss from Derek Carr this guy doesn't have an ounce of a clutch gene in him I'd be shocked if he even gets a first down on this drive it's really just been bad for the Raiders this entire second half and I know everybody's talking about holding Josh McDaniels accountable but you start you got to start bringing the heat on Derek Carr especially after that terrible performance you saw last week you started off great and now you're gonna blow a huge lead to an inferior team in Jacksonville. It's just it's it's really bad for Las Vegas right now. By the they way, nothing to
5: look forward to either. Is that they, it, Jeff, in New York? No, 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 no. That's a replay. Timeout New York. Okay. Timeout Jets. Oh timeout. Yeah. Fourth, fourth and 21 for Buffalo with 33 seconds left. We'll keep you acclaimed. Uh Washington, by the way, Minnesota is doing their best to just run the ball into the line as many times as humanly possible in DC in DC a minute to go. 17 apiece. Isn't that probably
4: the smart thing, though? Because Washington's out of So You can run this now down to about 15 seconds here. Third and goal. Kick the field goal with 10 seconds left. It's like, would you rather do that, go up three, or score the touchdown with you know a minute left and go up seven? Obviously, major spread implications there. I, I think that's probably the right decision, though, from Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. They haven't even tried to to advance the ball forward here. Uh, but that that's at least how I would look at it there. And you know at this point you're you're not you know minus 1600 on the money line. Is it over? It's over!
5: It's over! It's over! The Jets have stunned the Bills, 20 to 17. Allen took a ginormous deep shot. To Gabe Davis, Sauce Gardner, stride for stride, and the New York Jets are six and three, as they beat the Buffalo Bills, 20 to 17, at MetLife Stadium. What a win for Robert Sala and company, coming from behind to beat the already proclaimed Super Bowl champion Buffalo Bills here on the first Sunday of November, and the Jets will move to 6-3, and three, plus 450 on the money line, Ben Wilson. That's what I'm talking Boom. about. That's what I'm talking about.
4: I, Jeff, don't, don't feel the need to restrain yourself. I like, guess it's this, the biggest Jet win for you <laughs> in quite some time. Meanwhile, for me, Packers... Fourth and ten, Lions 17. They they did say, and Green Bay's going to have to burn a timeout here before the play clock was was set to expire. Uh, so go celebrate there, Jeff. Go get a hot dog at the cart at our next break. Like, come <laughs> on, man, you you deserve it. You've been tortured by teams in this division for so many years. H- a hell of a win. Uh, I was just going to point out though, on like we have a fourth down right now. Packers here. They did rule that Detroit was out of bounds when they recovered that fumble after the big play to Toure on fourth and two. So you're at uh, Packers were before that last play minus 120. Now it's flipped back. Lions minus 280. And if you really think you have any idea of, of what these teams are going to do here, uh, you, you're, you're kidding yourselves. Any bet is just a gamble to me at this point. But uh, the Lions have done everything in their power, and what I would argue is the worst game of Aaron Rodgers' career today to get to let the Packers in this game. And now here you go, fourth and ten after the timeout. Uh, basically your game, assuming if if the Packers were to score a touchdown, you'd need one PAT to win it. Uh, and meanwhile, we've got a pitchy, pitchy woo woo over in uh, Jacksonville, fourth and 17. And that, oh, I thought for a second, we might get it. Oh, still balls alive, And that no, total is obviously hanging not. in the balance there at 48, <laughs> but that was perilously close to being returned to the house. Brutal beat. That would have been for under bettors. And here we go, Jeff, fourth and 10 for the pack.
5: Here you go. Aaron Rodgers. Under pressure off his back foot, nope. throwing to nobody. Nope. That's it. What a joke. What a and the joke. Detroit Lions have their Fire second win of the season. 15-9. to That's going to be a final. Game goes way under. Lions win as a plus 175 underdog. This is the day of the dog today, isn't it? Isn't it, guys? You got Detroit. You got Jacksonville. You got the Jets all outright so far today. Washington trying. Well, no, they won't be trying because they go four and out. That's it. In D.C., 20-17 to final the Vikings beat the Commanders. Uh, well, actually, no, Ben, did they kick off yet? No, they didn't. Okay, not. sorry. No. Jumping the gun there. I apologize, folks. So a, uh, you're going to have to strive a pitchy, pitchy woo woo for Washington if you took the Commanders today.
4: Yeah. I think the score bug, uh, just, just, it screwed you up, Jeff, because they counted the field goal yeah. twice, which for anybody involved at plus three and a half started to freak out. But uh, <laughs> no, that, that, is, that, that is actually the case. Yes. 20 to 17 uh, kickoff coming here. Yeah. What, what a ridiculous early slate we've had, which we figured, right, Danny? I mean, you get all these unreliable teams, poorly coached, uh, undisciplined, and it's resulted in just a, a bunch of, of wild games here down to the, down to the stretch.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of just sitting here thinking which team has been the biggest disappointment. And certainly we could point our fingers to the Raiders and how atrocious that blown lead was. But Ben, I'm not even doing it to pick on you. I feel like far and away it's it's got to be Green Bay. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Green with Bay. what we declared his worst game of his career against the worst defense in the NFL, a team you are familiar with. And after your offense actually looked sort of competent in the second half against one of the best defenses in Buffalo, this was a, I don't want to say perfect get right spot. I don't even know if there's such thing as a get right spot up in green Bay, but man, that's just one you had to have. And, It doesn't change my mind about anything with Detroit, literally nothing whatsoever. It just further solidifies how poor this Green Bay offense is, how bad of a coach LaFleur is. And I'm not ready to sell out on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm certainly understanding that he's not the quarterback he once was and that they don't have any weapons. But I think a majority of it still goes down to Matt LaFleur and it's just murphy's law with that organization right now ben whatever could go wrong has go wrong and will probably yep. continue to go wrong this season Aaron rogers is thrown in the towel you got to figure
5: ball game in, in uh, landover did not
4: get out of bounds yeah, by the way game. so that is game over yeah ball game uh, no look if and yes for as, as many excuses as you can make when you're facing defenses like buffalo and, and the elite squads with all the injuries and the uh, the new pieces and the lack of cohesion when you're facing basically a triple a defense in detroit and you score mm-hmm. 9 points There is zero, there is literally nothing you can say to to make up for that whatsoever, even though there were all the red zone turnovers, just unacceptable. And unfortunately, you look at this from the the overall uh, high-level perspective for Green Bay, and Matt LaFleur has built up so much goodwill by winning 13 games each of his first three regular seasons. You're in a pretty hard position if you're GM Brian Gutekunst, the CEO, Mark Murphy. It's not like you can can a guy who's given you so much success right away, but uh, this is clearly not working. And for the first time we've seen Lafleur. we all wondered, how would he be as a head coach without the dominant personnel? Uh, it's been an absolute disaster this season. And, and this is the this is by far the low point for this uh, green-based season.
5: Minnesota is going to run away with the NFC North despite being a humongous fraud. That's what's going to happen yeah. in the NFC North. Six straight one-score wins. We update you on the beginnings <laughs> in Arizona next, Live Bet Sunday.
6: Hey guys, it's is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They fight. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon and the dude today. Creighton's never gonna win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. And then they're never at any of those. Never, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? He's the one about- the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.
2: craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheartradio's iheartcountry radio discover more shows and movies for free
0: this is live bet sunday on VSAN the sports betting network
5: Get everything VEASAN has to offer for the rest of the football season for just $99. Get VEASAN Pro all access all the way through the Super Bowl plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. So give yourself an edge today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe is where you get it. The $99 midseason special. That's V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. Boy, the P- the VEASAN Pro plus, plus, plus would have really uh, – Really would have been worth it during the break, fellas. Plus 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 <laughs> plus plus. plus, yeah, plus yes yes plus. yes. I'm Jeff Parles, Danny Burke, uh, Ben Wilson, uh, alongside. Uh, uh, there there would there, there was some Bill slander in the uh, in the break for me. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Crowned a team because they lost the playoff game. Woohoo! Good for you. Good for you guys.
4: Let's just say Jeff did his best uh, Denny Green impersonation yeah. there for everybody. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. in the last. One.
5: You know, you know the the uh, the result today in the Meadowlands, and, and we we haven't talked, about we don't talk about it much because of the way our show is structured. But we're going to be at, we're going to have plenty of opportunity because the NFL saddled us with a grand total of two late games today. Which, by the way, Seattle three nothing. Jason Myers 49-yard kick, good on the opening drive for Seattle. Arizona's a minus 130 money line favorite right now. Uh, 47 and a half the total second matchup for these two teams in the last month. Seattle, of course, won a comically inept offensive game 19 to 9 earlier in the year in the Pacific Northwest. But Danny, I want to ask you this. Because Josh Allen was the runaway MVP favorite. After what we saw today, where Josh Allen, look, Zach Wilson outplayed Josh Allen today. Okay, Zach Wilson was, we were running to, ready to run Zach Wilson out of New York and into the Bermuda Triangle after last week. And, <laughs> and Josh, Allen, Josh Allen turned it over two times today. Both his interceptions were, I, I said this to Ben in the break, if Sam Darnold had made those throws, I would have been aggravated with how bad those throws were. But in the MVP race here, Danny, I think Jalen Hurts should be favored heading into next week.
3: A thousand percent, Jeff. And I'm looking at it at BetMGM right now. Somehow Josh Allen is still minus a buck 20, and you can get Jalen Hurts right now at plus 275. I would take that. I have no problems with taking Hurts right now at plus 275. The stats are clearly there. The improvement is obviously there. The undefeated record is present, and there is no other team that is doing what the Eagles are doing. I don't care if they have sort of a cupcake schedule. At the end of the day, you're going to look at the record, and you're going to look at his numbers, and you're going to compare it to some of these other quarterbacks. And we'll point back to the game where Josh Allen lost to Zach Wilson and the Jets, and we will say, you know what? Hurts didn't have a game like that where he lost to a team where they were a double digit favorite. So yeah, Jalen hurts is the rightful favorite. If you told me you wanted to take a flyer on Patrick Mahomes, I wouldn't have any issues, but I do think hurts is still a leg ahead of him. Lamar Jackson had his chances, but the fact that they've had these blown leads late in games, that kind of killed him, but he's eleven to one right now. I know Burrow's been kind of padding those numbers too. He's at twenty-five to one. But again, if we're talking about realistic outcomes, Jalen Hurts is your MVP right now, and you can still get him almost at three to one. No way Allen should be the favorite in laying a price with him as of this moment. Now,
5: Dan- Danny, I, I think all three of us are probably in agreement at this point. And again, it's 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 odd to say coming off of a performance on Thursday that was okay. Jalen Hurts was okay, did nothing, did nothing to cost Philadelphia the game. Obviously, that was a slug right. on a short week against a bad team. It was a horrible spot for Philadelphia. That's why Houston covered the game and covered a big number. But, but Ben, I look, again, it's, it's just one of those where I, Philadelphia is the best. At this moment, after now these extra data points, in my personal power rankings, Philadelphia Eagles are number one in the NFL. And Jalen Hurts is the reason they are the number one team in the NFL.
4: And let's keep in mind, this is a regular season award for MVP. The Eagles schedule is, Sharman uh, Soft is, is probably not even doing it justice with how soft of a schedule they have going forward. So you have a guy who's basically uh, just out Lamar jackson Lamar Jackson this season with, with the rushing numbers better than Jackson. The accuracy passing has been better. Sure, you could argue he has better passing weapons than Jackson does. But that's like the blueprint. We've seen how gaudy the numbers have been for Jackson at times. Hurts is basically outdoing him from a couple years ago. And you're in a position now, if, yeah, if you're Philadelphia, you look at that schedule going forward, you have chances to just pile on wins, pile up numbers. Considering this is a regular season award, still, I'd, I'd still argue Buffalo's overall likely I would still power rate them higher than Philadelphia. Maybe not at this particular moment, but long term, I'd still take them over Philly. That is as a result, though, when you have the market that's in disagreement on who should be the favorite in a, in a market like MVP and you factor in scheduling to this and, and how this is a statistical and performance based award that hurt should clearly be to me, guys, the favorite, especially after what happens today with Josh Allen.
5: Uh, Real quick here, we got a game in five minutes that was supposed to be this marquee matchup, but both the teams were terrible in Tampa. The Bucs and the Rams. Uh, Both of you guys, actually, I, I didn't bet this game, but both of you have positions here. Danny, we'll start with you. Why are you on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers today?
3: Look, the Rams have shown no sense of improvement, progression, success, anything you want to call it on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, Cooper Cup is going to go in this game, but he may be a little bit banged up. And guess what? Even if he's 100%, that is the only weapon they have. They have no run game. And even if they did, Tampa Bay still has a viable run defense. People are starting to still say that, like, or they're continuing to say that Tampa Bay's defense isn't that good. Now they're fine, actually. It's just the offense has really been slacking, and it hasn't been the Tom Brady-led offense that we've been accustomed to in his career and especially in Tampa Bay. The difference, too, is that the Rams, in my mind, yeah, they still can compete for the postseason, but their division is is pretty much solidified with either the Seahawks or the 49ers. For the NFC South, it's wide open, right? I mean, this this Tampa Bay team still has a fairly decent setup the remainder of the season. They got a lot better weapons offensively, and their defense is doing a lot better. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but you look at the yards per play, and the discrepancy does favor Tampa in the spot. I took him on the money line minus 143, and this was actually my favorite play of the day. I love Tampa in this spot.
4: Then I laid two and a half in the contest there, Danny, you are right on the yards per play overall seventh Tampa is defensively. I'll push back though on the rushing defense because this season, if you want to beat Tampa Bay, you have to be able to run the ball. They've been awful in that category. They were one of the best run rush defenses over the past couple of years, 21st now on an EPA per play basis allowed against the run. You can run all over them. We saw Baltimore do that last Thursday night. What can the Rams not do? It's run the football worst run block separation offensive line in the league. And as a result, you now have a Tampa secondary. That's been much better. Remember last year Rams go in there in the divisional round and took advantage of a depleted banged up secondary through all over Tampa Bay. All oh, the bucks this year, sixth best pass defense in the league. That to me represents a really good opportunity here for Tampa's defense given the struggles of the Rams to establish the run other element in this spot too. You have the Tampa team coming off of Thursday night football, which last four weeks, these teams coming off Thursday night, there've been eight of them, six and two against the spread. And clearly the extra couple days now of rest, you're getting it's resulted. It's, it's hard to quantify, but we've seen those teams look a lot crisper, a lot sharper in those spots coming back out. So you combine those two elements together and I'm getting less than a a field goal. I have to lay at home with Tampa, Give me bucks minus two and a half in the contest all day. Wouldn't mind laying three or taking as Danny did that short uh, money line price right now either.
5: Yeah, I think I would lean the money line over over laying points with Tampa just with how <laughs> how unreliable they are right now. You know, I, I really I really am going to be interested to see uh, because remember last week uh, we we saw Cooper Cup walk off with an injury late. I'm curious to see how effective he is. Yeah. Uh, because if he is effective. We saw in both matchups last year, or the last few matchups, between Tampa and, and the Rams, the, the Bucks have been unable to cover Cup. So I'm just curious, if Cooper Cup is 100%, then this game is a much more difficult handicap for me. If Cup is not 100%, then I think Tampa rolls here. I, I think this is one of those where they are closer to being a, a again, I don't think either of these teams are any good. But Tampa is closer to being a good team than the Rams are right now. The Rams just have so many problems. And on top of it, we've seen glimpses of really good defense from Tampa this year. The Rams have the best defensive player in the world in Aaron Donald. They have supposedly the best corner in football who continually gets burned in Jalen Ramsey. And they stink defensively right now. They got annihilated by San Francisco in the second half last week. So I'm curious. And Jeff, you to know the one ahead. other
4: element too is, yeah. Look, I mean, you talk too about this this Rams defense. Uh, Tampa doesn't make they not make, make no bones about it. They don't even try to run the football. And the Rams second, still at this point, second best rush defense. Yet teams have figured out to beat them, you throw the ball and and what, you know, whatever you want to say about the true ranking. Now of Jalen Ramsey is an elite corner. You can say whatever you want, but the rest of that unit has not been there from the linebacker and secondary core really in the back end. So if that's what Tampa does already to begin with, and I understand you, you have Cameron braid out once again, injured, you, you see, you've continued to see this banged up wide receiver core. At least now with Mike Evans back, Tom Brady, at, le- at the very least, has some reliable targets here. Again, you have this, the, the one weakness of the Rams playing right into something that if it's not a strength for Tampa, it's at least something they do more often than the alternative, which is running the football. So you have a couple of pieces here on both sides that do do conflate quite nicely.
5: Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Right now, three just about to get underway, Tampa and the Rams. Also, two, DeAndre Hopkins, touchdown Arizona. How about the Cardinals in the first quarter, guys? How about that? We haven't seen that all year. 7-3 Arizona. They're kicking it back to Seattle. Five and a half point favorites right now in the desert with a total of 51. A duo of games to take us for the next three and a half hours here on Live Bet Sunday.
0: Bet Sunday on v the Sports Betting
5: Network. Welcome back in to Live Bet Sunday. I'm Jeff Parles. Hey, we're going to have the Hall of Famer Vinny Maliolo in a half hour in, in studio. I'm going to say this. I'm going to make a prediction based off the way that uh, the lines went. By the way, uh, Ben Wilson at Circa, Danny Burke in Chicago. That, uh, guys, that Washington-Minnesota game pivoted from three and a half to three to three and a half to three about six different times behind us that could end with that game landing minnesota by three that might be the worst result that they have had all season i'm curious on what Viddy has to say uh, about a 20 to 17 win for minnesota uh somehow the vikings are seven and one Sure, mm. somehow 7-1 uh, and one, Minnesota. Well, I mean,
4: how about the same deal with I mean, Chargers-Falcons? It was, you know, everybody loved Atlanta at plus three, and then all those two-and-a-halves coming yeah. back on the, the Chargers. And, like, the Jets were one-way traffic this morning from, what, 12 down to 10-and-a-half? Yep. Bears were, were a big play as well from five, five to down to four. Three and
5: three-and-a-half,
4: so. yeah. I mean, really, the only one, a lot of steam to the Raiders, which we all were – I mean, I know, Danny, you like them, but Jeff and I, we were both sitting here like, Why? How could you trust that Raider team? They got steamed. Indianapolis got some money, which was which certainly fell flat on their face. And, uh, you know, that was really those were the two big ones that the, the house won today. But, yeah, I have to think this was a, a nice uh, little morning for the betters out there.
5: Yeah, so far so good. I look, I think uh, I think Ben, you can gauge based off of how the Megapod has done, and the Megapod's done well so far today. So um, we, we've done well. Todd Megapod. There we have, go. Todd, Todd Wishnev, <laughs> Gil Alexander, and I uh, on uh, Thursdays. Uh, you can get it uh, through the and family, a podcast. All right, uh, Ben. Let's start in Tampa. Great start for the Rams, right?
4: Oh yeah, three and <laughs> out. Just like uh, <laughs> it's like all, pre- all predicted. It, it did. Uh, it did come to fruition. They again. Again, this uh, this. This Tampa defense making them uh, look, again, staying behind the chains, too, looks bad. But here's the the thing that's a little worrisome. Uh, third and seven, Tampa picks it up. Mike Evans uh, for 10 yards, but he got hurt on the play. We're in an injury timeout right now. So, like, part of our handicap, I think, Danny, why you and I still, you know, like Tampa, we talked about how this Rams pass defense has been very weak this year. And at least with Evans now back to full health, you had an elite weapon for Tom Brady that you would have, you had a good amount of trust in. He's out now. Return questionable, but it did not look good as he goes down. So that's that's the big thing you have to monitor here going forward. Now, uh, Ram actually, Buccaneers already up to minus five or five and a half in the live market. So, so the books have been very quick to jump on uh, on Tampa here in game with uh, with that Rams bad start to, as well. And it looks like we get a fumbled snap. I don't know what Jeff. I don't know what. No, the no, no, they just no, they, the classic, no, one, no, they, they, they just
5: well. snapped the ball eighteen miles over Kyler's head, and then James oh, Conner did what he had to do and actually made it a shorter loss. Uh, 7-3 Arizona late in the third. Cardinals five-point favorites live with a total of 49.5. They are punting now after that calamity on third down. Danny Burke, would you do anything here?
3: You know, I I wouldn't touch anything if you had conviction on the Seahawks catching five in the hook. It's kind of in a weird, awkward spot. But I would certainly lean that way more than I would with Arizona. I I did like Arizona coming into this game, guys. You know, second time around these two teams, Seattle being a huge public underdog. I get that you don't like Cliff Kingsbury or this Cardinals team, but uh, I do think that the Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins back are a different squad, at least against an opponent that, again, you've already seen in Seattle. So, uh, and, and you look at Arizona's defense, like they limited Seattle who has one of the most efficient offenses in the NFL to what 19 points the first go around. So yeah, I, I liked Arizona, but at the end of the day, Matt humans and I were talking about this because we were going to say how this was just going to make us like hate ourselves. If we actually did bet Arizona, I opted in Jeff to the category of not letting myself hate myself for betting Arizona. So have not gotten involved yet, <laughs> it wouldn't touch anything with them right now, but I could
4: see the allure to the side of Seattle. I, way, way to go, Danny. We're pr- proud of you for, uh, for, for doing that. <laughs> well, and, and as Danny pointed out, that was the one concern I had, like with an Arizona defense, it's fourth against the run and you would presumably make Geno Smith in this offense relatively one dimensional. It would then come yeah. down to how many plays would Smith be able to make. Geno's had this amazing year, top five quarterback statistically. And I was still banking on that. I did put Seattle in as a contest play, but it always concerns you. we you know, we've bet long enough to know that when everybody is saying, Oh, the wrong team's favored, this line's five points off. Everybody's on one side. You, you, t- you tend to start worrying a little bit when that sort of thing happens. And already we've seen a couple of 50, 50 plays where Arizona has picked up first downs on kind of broken plays. And they've, they've certainly looked sharp here coming out, which we have not said at all. there are the first eight weeks of the season on Arizona.
5: You know, it's it's at some point Cliff had to get a game plan right early, right? I mean, <laughs> at some point. Uh, but again, presumably, uh, presumably, yeah. Again, uh, everything's in theory at this point, right, guys? Seven three Arizona uh, in front of Seattle. Uh, you know, because we have less games today, uh, we, we we can go a little more macro here, uh, just looking at, at at markets that are available. Games obviously later. We'll have a full breakdown of Kansas City and Tennessee. We're still not certain of who's going to play quarterback yet. For the Titans, that number moved from 12.5 to 13.5 earlier this morning. Uh, I would say that indicates that we're going to see Malik Willis instead of Ryan Tannehill. But, but Danny, I, I just want to bring this up real quick because these odds are mostly off the board, across the the, the board here, uh, for conference futures, for Super Bowl futures. From what we've seen today, you know, you know this is going to make a lot of sense to the folks at home. You know the biggest beneficiary of things that have happened today so far is a team that has not played. And that's actually the San Francisco 49ers because what we've seen around the, the rest of the league, even with a smoke and mirror win for Minnesota at seven and one, even with Philly winning this week, the Niners by not playing, you're going to be able to actually get better numbers on the Niners because I think after another win by Philly, another win by Minnesota, those numbers will shorten. And even if the Rams lose, even if Seattle loses to Arizona, I think you're still going to be able to get some nice value in the NFC championship market on San Francisco. Like we all talked about last week.
3: Yeah. And you, you may potentially be right. Maybe at best it goes up. What to six to one. I actually, because like you said, we were talking about on Sunday, on VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast, I was talking into the futures market like I've been doing once a week, and the one additional play I had was the 49ers, plus 550. I was saying, if I got it at 6-1 to one or plus 550, maybe even 5-1, I would bet it, and I did find a plus 550 out there. So I'm in on San Francisco. This team is arguably the best coached squad on the side of the NFC as of this point, right? You talk about Minnesota, you can't trust them going deep. The Cowboys, all right, fine, you got a really good defense, but... You still have Mike McCarthy as your coach, and Dak we're still not completely sold on. Philly hasn't played the toughest schedule, but again, it's a bet on San Francisco to at least make it to the NFC championship game. So at that point you are sitting on a plus by 50 money line ticket with San Francisco to which he can hedge off of, or you can sweat comfortably if you think they are the right side in that game. But yeah, I have a lot of confidence in this 49ers team, even though people still like to give Jimmy G a lot of crap, they know what they're doing. They know how to run the offense with them and defensively, man, one of the best in the NFL and the NFC is so wide open. I got the utmost confidence in this 49ers team and seeing how much of a positive impact already Christian McCaffrey had in one of their bigger games without Debo Samuel. This team is lethal fellas.
4: You know, I, I Danny, I knew would have thought even at, you know, even at eight, eight to one, Jeff, that was pre McCaffrey yeah. acquisition. Like I was still thinking that was, that was probably a good bet long-term and now, yeah, it, it's the classic case too. when we talk futures betting and even when you miss some of these really good numbers, it's the classic case of well, it might not have the most value in the world because a lot of other people have identified it, but that's still probably a bet where at five to one or plus five fifty, as Danny's talking about, you're going to be in the you're going to be in the dance. Like you're going to be in the tournament and have an opportunity here to profit. So I still don't think it's a bad play, even though you've missed out on those really juicy numbers from a few weeks ago.
5: You know, I, I again, I, I I kind of have hated how I've turned this way towards away from the analytics community this year. But we kind of talked about this last week where all the analytics numbers said, oh, the, the, the 49ers lost the McCaffrey trade. They're going to hate the trade in three years. <laughs> all right, sure, sure. Who cares? Who cares? Like, you have when he's healthy. Again, when he's healthy, is a, a, a big moniker with McCaffrey has been his entire career. When the dude is healthy, there are maybe what? Two running backs better than him at most? Maybe. And last week, he basically won the game by himself. And and look, let's face it. If Debo Samuel's going to be battling a leg injury like he did last week, which again, for a guy who's built like Debo, that could be an injury that hangs around for a while. You're going to need Christian McCaffrey to be a star. And I don't care if those picks end up. What 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 are the chances Carolina hits on all three of those picks? Ten percent. Five percent.
4: Less than one. Less than one. Two percent.
5: Like. Again, On like all three, we, yeah. we, we the, the one thing that, that, that the, and again, I, I hate that I'm going anti analytics here, but for this, it, it, it it's true. The analytics over over, over hype the draft picks. We don't know. We don't know. There's a reason that guys bust out as the number one pick all the time in this sport. And they don't, and the numbers don't rate the superstar player properly. Christian McCaffrey's a superstar. I think at this moment, even at look, even if you get six to plus five fifty, six to one, San Francisco to me can go to Philadelphia and win a playoff game. They can go to yeah. Dallas. They can beat Dallas at home. They beat Dallas on the road last year when they didn't even play well in the, in the game. They absolutely can go to Minnesota and beat them in a playoff game. I think the Niners are the best bet on the board at this point. Period. End of story, guys. Yeah.
3: Hey, Don't ask the Rams him. if they are feeling bad about giving away a lot of draft picks for the Super Bowl last season. Probably not no, who Man. Man. Who cares?
4: forever. You know, who cares?
5: Exactly. Doesn't matter. If you win the championship, who cares about the draft picks? Doesn't matter. Rams mm-hmm. can hey, go seven and, and 10 two no. for
4: the bucks, by the way, uh, inside the Ram five. So a chance for us to get a nice leg up early,
5: uh, Fournette is stuffed. So we'll uh, get a fourth, fourth down decision for Todd right. yeah. bulls after the break. Well, I bet Sunday.
2: Craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeart Country Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
0: This is Live Bet Sunday on VSAN the Sports betting Network.
5: BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. And it's never been easier to join in on the action with the new BetMGM app. Fresh, re- free- fresh new design. Going to be improved features and a quicker nav. With that, if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resor- Resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. MGM Rewards is the uh, sports betting's premier loyalty program in the business. must be 21 or older to place a wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson's here. Danny Burke is here. The Seattle Seahawks are in the red zone. Ben Wilson.
4: They are, and Geno Smith nearly <laughs> had a disaster. Uh, underthrown ball, looking for DK Metcalf, almost intercepted. But yeah, Seahawks have. You think about all the opportunities they've had throughout the year, and, and how good they've been able to, you know, good a job they've done of of cashing in on those offensively. Well, first and goal here at the two. Kenneth Walker goes backwards for a couple yards. Uh, in, in a game where Arizona's looked pretty solid offensively. Really the one play that hurt the Cardinals was that snap way over the head of Kyler Murray that they had to just eat on, on a third down loss, but a uh, pretty big play kind of feels like early. I'm on uh, Seattle in the contest, have them in teasers G- Gino back in the end zone. That's a catch. Ooh, That's nice that catch. And it's a touchdown. So talk about again, Seattle taking advantage of their opportunities was a little worried with how they uh, did not do anything with those first two plays on goal to go with the two, but uh, they, they, they came out of the gates pretty slow today, guys, all things considered Seattle I have to feel really good too with how they've turned this game around now, up 10 7. We'll see what that does to the live markets. But remember, Danny, the last time these two teams played, I lost just gobs and gobs of money betting this game over repeatedly, like over and over again. This was the day to do it, I didn't do that this time and of course it's, this is probably going to be the, the matchup where these teams just can't stop each other. And of course I, I will have no action uh, as part of that with the 49 pregame total. Of course.
5: Yep, that's, yeah. That's, uh,
4: that's classic. <laughs>
3: hey, Ben, classic. were you, uh, I know when, when Jeff was taking us into the show, did you see that drop pass from uh van Jefferson yes, wide open van across Jefferson. the middle? Right? Oh off yeah. The jet?
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, and so now look, look, third and three for the Rams. Bad throw. Nice oh, catch. Wow. Bad throw by hey, Allen uh, Robinson. Stafford, did something. How, about Alan, how about Danny's guy? <laughs> Allen Robinson. <laughs> wow. By the way, that, that dri- was a pretty big though. Third and three, because I mean, you're at the, the point with the Rams without with yeah, that- with dead on arrival, that offense looked. I mean, that was a pretty big play considering Todd Bowles settled for three on the 20 yard field goal.
5: By the way, Ben, that drive extended because of an offside. Yeah. where Stafford was allowed to be unnecessarily hit um, on a, on, a, on what would have been a drive-ending sack, obvious offside. Um, and then a nice play by Allen Robinson. Good for Allen Robinson making a play uh right yeah. there on that one. Uh, just uh again, just a quick update. PAT good from uh from Myers. Oh. So 10 to 7 is Stafford, Stafford just got is buried by, by Vita Vay. <laughs> um Seahawks <laughs> minus one, a 10-7 leader against Arizona, total 51. Danny, do you, do you hop in now? Do you take Arizona, or are you uh, just going to let this thing fly by at this point?
3: By the way, uh, Myers kind of doinked that one in there. So yes, uh, barely, got the nice little. Uh, banked it uh, in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, plus one and a half. Uh, not, not anything really worth it with a plus one and a half, especially because you're laying minus 125 right now at BetMGM. I don't think that's worth the play. Nor do I think minus 115 is worth the play as they're trailing by three. I get that they went off as a slight favorite and that are still plenty of time in this game, but You know, Jeff, we have seen this Cardinals team play awful in the first half. And even though they already have one score on the board, doesn't mean that everything has just changed in the way they conduct themselves offensively in the first half. So now there's nothing worth it with this value right now. If anything, I mean, again, I I liked Arizona a little bit more. So coming into this game, they're up three and they're minus 110 on the money line. I wouldn't talk you out of it if you chose that. But I got to see this game develop a little bit more. So before I get involved in an in-game wager.
5: The uh, the great catch by Allen Robinson means absolutely nothing. Rams go backwards Shocker. on the next series, <laughs> uh, three and out after the uh, nice play by Robinson punting it back. Tampa will get it inside their own twenty. Bucks leading three nothing in what has been a slog of a first quarter in Southwest Florida. Three nothing. Bucks five and a half point favorites. Ben total thirty eight here.
4: Well, you have to love Todd Bowles in a spot where the Rams pretty clearly can't move the ball, at least to, to start this game against the buck defense. You have fourth and well, fourth and one and a half, essentially, just outside the two-yard line. And uh, the analytics say by a pretty wide margin, you go for that. If you go for it, 70% win rate. If you kick the field goal attempt, 65% win rate. Uh, and yet Todd Bowles is like, nope, I'm good. We'll pick the 20-yard <laughs> field goal. I get that for you know us, it's always nice when you lay a short price, you get the early lead, but still. Uh, well, Todd Bowles, man. Uh, and I know we're, as much as we talked how the analytics have maybe gotten a little too far and in, in, in how we don't really apply context anymore, at least head coaches don't a lot of times when looking at analytics. This, this is analytics aside. I mean, this is just an obvious game flow theory, yeah. right, Jeff? If you have the opportunity, even if you don't get it, you're pinning a team inside their own two when they have zero ability to block on the offensive line and they're completely banged up everywhere else. I don't know. I don't know if, especially you're a defensive coach in Todd Bulls, how are you not going for that there?
5: I don't know. I thought it was an automatic go uh because you, the exact reason that you said you have a chance to get a safety, like the Rams, the Rams the old line is awful, 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 awful. And again, again, one, one thing, and also I'm a little aggravated myself and Danny, I'm curious, Did you end up betting Leonard Fournette carries over today because of that report earlier this morning of, hey, the organization is telling Byron Lefkowitz you're not running the ball enough, which is always a frightening, frightening thing in in the 2022 era of the National Football League to be told, hey, you're not running the ball enough when you have a terrible offensive line. Fournette... They've run 11 plays for that hurry is five carries. And uh, in shocking, shocking fashion, Danny Burke, it's 13 (laughs) yards on five carries. Stunning when you told the whole world, hey, we want to run the ball more.
3: Yeah, sometimes these coaches dish out those tidbits, and you're just like, All right, that seems
0: peculiar <laughs> that you, you would let your
3: yeah, <laughs> that you would let your opponent know you're doing that. But I'll use that to my advantage. I actually didn't, but yeah, that would have been the smart play here. And also that would have been a correlation to what Ben and I were probably thinking in this game that mm-hmm. Tampa Bay is the better side. We like them to win it if you think they're going to, inevitably they would have the lead late, you would imagine, and then they would run the ball to take the clock off. So uh yeah, that seems like it would have been the correct play. And like you said, five carries already. But to no avail, I, they're not getting anything going. Although, if you do want to get well, remember, involved with
4: something this, with Leonard.
5: This, go ahead, Ben.
4: Yeah, I was just saying, is it, I mean, this is so similar to, I'll get the updated prop for you in a second, Danny. But it reminds me, like, start of last year where Matt Canada comes into Pittsburgh and the, the Rudy family up top's like, yeah, we're going to be yeah. 1970s Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to run the football. They had they had no offensive line to do that in, in an aging quarterback and yet, you and you saw how bad that offense was all year. It's like when when will these front offices figure out that that message from the top down, with a lack of personnel, just does not work whatsoever? We saw it play out for an entire year in Pittsburgh. It's 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 mind blowing that that stuff keeps happening.
3: Yeah, I just sure. I was just gonna say really quick. Four to one is Leonard Fournette to score the first touchdown. Minus one ten anytime. No. Oh.
5: minus one ten live, and we're already at the end of a quarter.
4: I mean, just for this game, bad. kind of feel like isn't this, what this game feel like it, it has like 15, six written all over it.
5: I I would almost be more inclined to look at a no touchdown in this game and then go with a I short shot like that. I mean, it, just look at, looking at the way Oh has oh, yeah. oh, no. Yes. Oh, <laughs> please don't. Please don't take that back
4: to a defensive flag. What a, oh, oh what a gem goodness. of an awful decision by Kyler Murray oh. for all of us with, with Seattle contest and teaser legs. Thank you Mr Murray that was awful. <laughs> oh my goodness Wow
5: I think they're gonna here. I think they're gonna bail him out based off the way that Quandry Diggs is acting he is not happy uh but I, I mean Murray on a play that was totally that busted so just throw the ball away as he's about to get tackled uh you're gonna get Quandry Diggs for illegal contact on a play where a guy ran into him come on come on yeah. now. wow that's terrible. That's a terrible call. Jeez. Uh, but uh Arizona survives. Murray's uh ghastly pick uh, is uh just uh, a footnote in history that doesn't exist anymore.
4: So <laughs> well it is a Charles Carl uh, Carl Sheffer's crew today, Jeff. So that should be the ah, least, least shocking development there that you're throwing phantom flags on things that didn't happen.
5: <laughs> yeah, and then uh bad screenplay. 10-7 Seattle leading a late, or excuse me, they're already in the second quarter there, quick moving game. Uh, there in the desert, uh, Cardinals plus one and plus one and a half underdog right now. Total 50 and a half in a 10-7 game. Uh, again, Seattle with a win today would would still maintain first place in the NFC West. Actually, it doesn't matter what they do today. They're going to be in first place at the end of the day, but they would have uh, a game and a half advantage on San Francisco if they win. But, of course, the Niners have defeated them already this year. Uh, it would be a half game with the Niners having the hammer of the tiebreak. Uh, if Arizona can win this one. All these all these NFC divisions are jumbled mediocrity right now, other than the NFC East, which, as well expected, best division in football so far this year, even on the AFC East, coming for the crown right now. The Hall of Famer, Vinny Maliulo, will join us next, see how the book is done today on Live Bet Sunday, week number nine, National Football League.